0: Welcome to Pop Culture Retro, which was recently voted the 15th best podcast by the residents of the Golden Years Retirement Community in Boca Raton, Florida. Each show will revisit some of your favorite pop culture memories with insider and outsider perspectives. Now, please help me welcome your hosts, Ike Eisenman and Jonathan Rosen.
1: Hello and welcome to another edition of Pop Culture Retro. Where we take a look back at all the things that we loved in our childhood. Um, one of your co-hosts, Jonathan Rosen, and please help me welcome Ike Eisenman.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Um, this should be a really fun one for both of us. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll be fun for you guys too. So uh, here we go.
1: Well, I think especially for you. I think I think <laughs> today we're going to be talking about all things Disney, from you know from our past times we've gone things that uh, are no longer their rights, And
0: I mean, to me, like you're Mr. Disney. so, I mean, so. <laughs> That's so funny. Cause I, I do, you know, I've, I've, I've really adopted it in a huge way, of course, over the course of my life. And, and it's really funny. I, I, I flirted for a very brief period of time with getting a tattoo. Really? And okay. Yeah. And I thought, what would I get? I, I couldn't even imagine doing it. Uh, but I thought, what would I get? And I thought it'd have to be something Disney. And then I stopped and said, wait a minute, but I kind of represent Disney. So that's a little like, <laughs> I, you know, seemed like a weird double positive. So I passed on the whole idea.
1: <laughs> well, well, I got to ask you now, because it's just something that you just said. And I've never asked you this before. Was, was there any time in your life that you were not fond of Disney? Because, I mean, just... Maybe like you know, typecast with which mountain or something. Is that something that you like ever like resented them for something? Because I've read other celebrities that hate their defining roles.
0: Yeah, I that that does happen, and not to me, not in any way, not at all. Because um, my my fandom of Disney goes back to when I was extremely young, which uh, we'll, we'll obviously talk about talk about in this. But I I have been exposed to disney all throughout my childhood and uh my grandmother took me to all the disney films when they came out Mm -hmm. um when i lived in texas with her and then growing up just watching the wonderful world of disney on sunday nights i mean that was a ritual event in our house the whole we all sat down as a family and and watched that along with those people who are old enough will remember mutual of Omaha's wild kingdom. Yes. Which,
1: right. I, I watched which either came well.
0: at after, after, about I think it led into, uh, um, the wonderful world of Disney, but
1: I think, you're, um, I think you're right. Cause I remember that going in tandem.
0: Yeah. I mean, one of my great exciting moments in my young life as exciting as doing Witch mountain, but, um, was when my first, uh, my first project for the wonderful world of Disney came on the air and there was Tinkerbell hitting the magic wand and all the graphics that went showing the castle. And then, and then my name came up, I'm getting weepy, just thinking about it, but then there was (laughs) my name and I, or I was sitting in the same living room. I've been sitting in watching this show voraciously and dreaming beyond, beyond dreaming about being a part of all of that incredible magic. So to get to, to have, accomplished that and now still to this day having a you know having two three classic classic disney films that i was a huge part of is just i love it i mean i absolutely love it so no i have no resentment about it at all at, at all and i i definitely feel a, a kinship to the you know the entire disneyana uh concept because of that both from inside and outside
1: so, well, we'll, we're going to bring it up during this podcast too. This during this episode, because <coughs> this I have mentioned to you before, but we can talk about it during talk of the parks. You should be, and uh, you're going to you might hate that I bring it up. You should be like revered by Disney. I, I and I think no, I, because I think you are really one of the Disney icons of of my period at least, at my generation, and you should be getting like those golden passes go in whenever you want and like when you as soon as you walk in like have all these like you know the the barbershop quartets running over to you like welcome mr Eisenman, singing you a song that's oh my gosh I, that's what it should be in my mind for you i and would that's that's not the reality <laughs> <laughs> you know, the ones are the dapper dance <laughs> <I,
0: laughs> yeah oh my gosh yes uh you don't really I haven't seen those guys in a in a long time. I would be beyond self conscious, I think, if that was a part of my a part of my daily existence. But I, you know, I um, I have had okay. You know, I I don't know how those things work. I don't know how they qualify um, Disney celebrities or Disney contributors. They they've got the Legends program where you know they they acknowledge certain uh, you know certain individuals who are very very important part of the organization going way back and even mm. more recently and 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 in a lot of ways I would have thought Kim and I both I mean not just me separately but Kim uh, Richards is as, as well because uh, I agree uh, we're yeah. we're both tied to that movie in uh mm. in a huge way and um we both did multiple um wonderful world of Disney shows as well. I mean, I I don't remember how many she did, but she, I'm sure she was under contract when I was under contract. So, um, you know, back in the uh, mid to late seventies. So I don't know how these things work. I don't even know who to talk to about it, but I guess it's something I'm just going to have to research and push myself out there see what happens.
1: Well, hopefully (laughs) if anyone watching this, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) but that should be now I, 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 I mean, I just can't comprehend it. But anyway, let's go. Let's go into the parks. You want to let's let me hear about your first experience. What uh, you used to go often when you moved to
0: California, we I did go very often when I moved to California. But my first experience is actually captured on film. And I have it available. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be posting the video um, today, the day we post this show on right. Facebook and Instagram so that people can see it Um Back in 1965, I was three years old, and wow. um, I'm originally from Houston, Texas. A very quick, quick background. My father uh, was a performer, and he had a live-action uh, children's television show um, in Houston, Texas, for over nine years. It was a daily show; it was on six days a week. Uh, and he, when he would take his vacations, he would we we would drive around to different amusement parks and, excuse me, different attractions. And my father would film uh, my brother and I. And um, when my brother was born, this is pr- this experience was prior to my brother being around. But we did a road trip uh, to Las Vegas, and and then went to California and went to Disneyland. And my father filmed the entire thing. My mother and I; he's he's in the video. Um, so he he shot uh, aspects of the park, and these are things that he assets he would take back to his show and broadcast them so that other people wow. uh, could see them. So it was really great fun. And I tend to actually forget how much of a little performer I was um, going back even that far. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of a little fun and over the top in this, but it is um, it's 11 minutes of film that I cut down to like two or two or three minutes just to show some highlights, but it actually has some incredible things um, to be able to see that existed at disneyland back in 1965 and of course you know that one of the things about the parks is as they evolve you know they change especially mm-hmm. especially uh disneyland so there's not always for the that...
1: better in my opinion but because...
0: <laughs> no no I, I a lot of people share that opinion <laughs> yes. too i mean i yes. I'll, I'll come right out and say a california adventure is just to me a big It's just, it's nothing but eye candy. You walk around. There's not really much to do there. Really? I've never been Well, yeah. So I can share with you a little bit about that for those people who who haven't been. Um, But yeah, not always for the better. But um, yeah, there there are some significant things in the video that I have that are extraordinary to imagine that they were even attempted, let alone successful. Um, One of them primarily being the submarine ride at... Um, (laughs) at at disneyland which i've always loved it was just such a great fantasy anyway but in 65 and i don't know how long they did this and when it ended but there were actual live fish in the lagoon that (laughs) you see in my video because my father filmed out the window of the submarine and there's huge like sea bass and um small you know manta rays swimming around and it's got live vegetation in it and it's it's just beyond extraordinary i mean it's just it's incredible and i think i don't remember if i've seen them and i didn't uh research this to see if it was actually true but i do think for a short period of time they had live mermaids underwater that had like
1: just about to ask you about that if that was true because i've read the same
0: thing i think it is They used to be and i may have actually seen them but um but i don't have anything like that on film so i can't completely confirm it but I, i it seems like yeah something that must have been around because we both I, read, I don't it. know
1: if it was in florida because i only went to the florida one and i remember the ride vividly i love that ride and i don't remember the mermaids and i think that i read the same thing that they used to be there as well and yeah i don't remember it at all yeah but that would be really cool
0: if it yeah. was true yeah. oh my gosh yeah if anybody out there had any footage or yeah. pictures of that would be amazing but oh, uh, please
1: send it in if you do <laughs> yes. oh yeah
0: oh, oh oh for sure but yeah some of the other things that 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 are, are fascinating. Um, the Matterhorn, which is a huge you know, centerpiece for Disneyland, which we don't have at the Magic Kingdom in Florida. Florida. Uh, the thing, okay, first of all, the thing about the Matterhorn was that was our, I spy when we see that in the distance from you the did. freeway driving, right. we're almost there. And it's the right. most exciting moment. <laughs> when you see that just pop up over the top of the of, of the trees and you know you know then you're you're pulling into the parking lot but also in the video you can barely see it but probably two or three times a day they had an actual like rock climber guy who climbed oh, to the really? side of the Matterhorn? Yeah, with his later hose in and his little hat with a feather <laughs> in it, and it, it, you know, a pick and <clears> all that stuff. It, it was really, it was really fun because it would just everyone would just stop and watch this guy climb up, up the side to the top, wave to everybody, and climb back down again.
1: Oh, that's amazing!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, we all know about Tinkerbell flying, which um, right. you know, that just uh, I don't, I think they stopped doing that at Disneyland quite some time ago. I don't know when, but that was always the big event during the fireworks at night is watching Tinkerbell.
1: I don't know. I, don't, I the Last I remember, they were still doing it here. I don't know uh-huh. if that stopped or not, but I did. I used to see Tinkerbell here, you know, flying across that rope, you know, from uh, the castle uh, yeah. down to wherever it goes. So I don't know if that stopped or not. It's. I, I've not been recently in the last, well, the last year I've not been uh so but uh that was one of the fun things (laughs) so
0: oh yeah most definitely and i believe at disneyland she flew from the matterhorn to the castle that was that was her little flight flight line um but you know it's 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 just so much fun to be able to actually have something where you like this video that i have where you can see you know the, the 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 costumed characters uh walking down you're walking down the street the crowds gathered around sure. they used to have um a double-decker bus and, and vintage cars that you could get in and ride from the you know the, the town square where you went in all mm-hmm. the way up to the castle and very 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 busy busy stuff going on at that park There always uh there always was but once and this this was my 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 first experience I got my first set of Mickey ears with my name embroidered on it <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which is actually in the video so everyone you know you're gonna have to go check it out because it's really it's really fun to watch <laughs> uh, apart aside from the fact that I'm in it but <laughs> right. but um, but it was as much of a big part of having an impression on me of something fantastical that was fantastical. I mean, I, that's my best word. It was real life, but it was all fantasy. And um, once my family moved to California, which we did, my father decided to pursue a career in show business. So we actually transplanted from Houston, Texas to Los Angeles when I was six years old. And um, rather soon after that, my father uh, got one of his first jobs uh, MCing a musical variety show at the park at disneyland so wow we ended up going and seeing him so a you could times. To all the time yeah we okay. were we just started going there regularly and um i just felt i so i i quite literally yes grew up being exposed to disney and in, in from that from both of those standpoints that we're talking about right. but but the parks especially because it was it it really was a place you could go escape get away and and have a truly immersive experience how often did you go um at least two three times a year uh Mm -hmm. and um i was very fortunate once i um was under contract with disney and i did escape to which mountain they had offered me up tickets anytime i wanted to go and so from the age of 11 until, good grief, I, this went on for a good 15 years. All I had to do was make a phone call to the, to the publicity department at the studio, and they'd send the tickets in whatever day I wanted to go. And I just showed up at guest relations, picked up my tickets and walked right into the park. So when I had that shouldn't
1: have stopped, that should not have stopped.
0: (laughs) Well, it did one day, and it was a very sour experience for me. Wow. Um, Yeah, which which I couldn't believe I couldn't believe when it happened. Wow. It was it was really sort of surprising because I hadn't. Yeah, when it did end, I was probably in my god my late 20s. I hadn't asked for. Can, can you get the
1: Iger on the phone now please
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> no I had called up the same person I'd been speaking to for 20 years and asked if I could get two tickets and she kind of hemmed and hawed and she says well oh, I, wow we're really not doing that anymore but I will give you a courtesy one last time and I said oh
1: my oh, god wow oh,
0: okay all righty you know <laughs> it's so i laughed about it and um it wasn't too I, I i don't remember how much longer it was after that that i ended up actually um moving moving to florida and and never tried to take you know to see if i i had any access um from from you know this this coast at all but uh but at any rate during while it lasted it was fantastic because my cousins sure. would come into town family would come into town we just get all the tickets that that we wanted and we 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 could oh, all wow. go um yeah and so that was that was that was extraordinary oh, that, that's um,
1: why they stopped because you were taking all these other people probably
0: <laughs> probably yeah there there were no real restrictions on it and it's it is kind of amazing to this day how you know how they manage all that because my wife is uh retired from guest relations from um hollywood studios and no, because no, she was, know. because she was there long enough, she's got her, they call it a main gate. She can get herself and three other people in whenever cast members are not blocked out. So we're, we, I, I, my, that courtesy got, got shifted <laughs> over to my, to my spouse. <laughs> and so we just wow. take advantage of that um, and, and, and go when, when we want to go. But, uh, but yeah, there's just, just a lot of interesting, you know, nerdy things about uh, Disneyland back in the day and, um, a lot of people don't know that um, you actually had to purchase tickets to ride the rides. Right. Mm-hmm. And there were little t- coupon booklets that were alphabetized A through E. Well, and
1: the E ticket was the best one, right? Remember yeah, yeah, cool always collection. the best one. Right. I think it was like right. an
0: yes. eight, 80 cent ride or something like that. Or it might have been 25 and they, cents a week. You get as many of the e, e
1: ones as the other ones. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we would collect it because I think an A ticket was Dumbo, um, you know, a a B tick. I think, and I think actually, Mister Toad's Wild Ride, which is still my favorite, it's many people's favorite, Mm -hmm. was was a d ticket because it was so popular it was not an e-ticket e-ticket was the exciting ones that was the matterhorn and right um i don't know if space mountain existed while they still had the coupon books but it certainly would have qualified but
1: i don't know when space mountain opened here i remember space mountain being an e-ticket i do remember that but i don't recall when it opened here because i'm old enough to have those the ticket system as well. I remember that also.
0: Okay. But, uh, they use the ticket system in Florida. They,
1: they use it in Florida as well. At Disney World.
0: Know. Oh, Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I never, I, I, the first time I visited uh, Disney world was not until 1982. So, and that was okay. way past all that stuff, but, uh, but yeah, the e-ticket ride, which is, you know, it's such a, a cliched term these days. And most people probably don't even know what it's based on. Know what it means. <laughs> right? Yes. So you well, have I had not...
1: similar to you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You, you've never had a chance to go to Disneyland. Have you ever been to Los Angeles?
1: I, I went to Los Angeles through the airport that was the only time i've ever Uh, been there i stopped i stopped at lax to get to somewhere else i think it was i think to mexico actually yeah and uh but that was it i i i wanted to go to disneyland my whole life i've never been i i heard it's i don't know i'll ask you your opinion because i've heard it's not as good as magic kingdom so i don't know it but it's still the first one so you have to go there
0: (laughs) well yeah it's 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 um it's it's different I want to say it's the same but different it's um what makes it so, so much different smaller is first, oh yeah that's what I was that's what I was gonna say first of all right. it's tiny in comparison to the magic right. kingdom in Florida and a lot of people don't know that when they go to Disneyland for the first time if they've been to Magic Kingdom um, in Walt Disney World they're shocked at how small it is they almost feel like they're ripped off um, in a way but They managed to pack so much stuff inside of that small Mm -hmm. footprint at Disneyland. It's amazing. And it's laid out in that Disney way. And I don't know who invented the whole idea of, you know, many corners and bends and turns to hide things. But you just go, you move very quickly through that park which actually makes it kind of fun because you're not so exhausted from saying, well, you know, like Magic Kingdom in Florida, if you want to go from, uh, um, you know, from Space Mountain and then go to Pirates, it's a trek. you know, it's a good long walk. Um,
1: Well, in Florida, you have to have your system in place. You have to know which ride you hit first and then which one you could hit later on in the day.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very much so. You don't have to apply yeah. that same thinking to Disneyland because it's very quick getting around the park. Um, and the only real major uh, major addition that they were able to do in terms of space clearly took decades and decades and decades to realize when they when they did design and plan and built California Adventure, which was built in the park, the original parking lot of Disneyland, <laughs> and they could only do that when they could. F- acquire enough real estate to build an off-site parking structure for you know to support um you know not uh, Disneyland but then the new new park as well and um but everything else they've somehow managed to just cram inside of this very small area and but it's it's endearing it's beautiful the artistry is fantastic um and again people are disappointed how small Cinderella's castle is because it's tiny compared to the one at magic kingdom um but it's still impressive you know you still get that sense of awe and wonder when you when you walk in i mean when's
1: the last time you were there at disneyland
0: um it's probably been um i'm trying to think because i went there when uh my wife and i went to attend the premiere of uh, race to which mountain so it's probably been 11 oh, wow. years So it's
1: a while yeah 11 12 years
0: yeah it has been it has been
1: so here's one of the things that i wanted i i mean i read all the things i mean i re- read all the history you know I'm a huge disney guy now read about the, the things at disneyland that they were all upset that you could see out into like the highways originally that you could see out you know from certain rides and breaking the illusion did they, was that ever resolved there? I mean, that's why they bought the Florida, all the property, and bought all the surrounding property, so you could keep the magic confined to one area and not break that illusion. You yes, just, I, you're at Disney World. There you are. You don't see reminded.
0: As as I recall, because <laughs> it has been a while, uh, right. they ended up doing a very good job of building a uh, through trees you know growth of landscaping and and a green wall that goes all the way around the park they've managed to block out all all of that stuff so when you're in there you really feel like you're in there you don't see you don't see unless you're on the monorail of course when you're on the monorail you can see over everything because you're up in the air but uh you really don't see the other hotels that are surrounding it and that is one of the things and i you know this is of course extremely well-known part of what you were saying with being able to uh not see anything was also just having the space to keep out all of the ancillary businesses that cropped up around mm-hmm. Disneyland because when you go it's it's shocking to see the the the, the dense population of sure hotels completely surrounding the park. It's just nothing but hotels, hotels for the restaurants and gas stations. I mean, oh yeah, it's, 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 it's just, it's, it's crazy. Um, and I know that was something that, uh, that Walt wanted to avoid completely with, with the new park. And of course, as you know, they've been able to achieve that. Everyone knows they've been able to achieve that, but, uh, yeah, it's, 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 um, some people find it claustrophobic because it is so small. And then when it's crowded, I mean, when you're at 100% capacity at Disneyland, you you definitely feel it because there's not really anywhere to go. It's wall to wall people. So I've I've been there when there's practically no one there, and um, I've been there when it's been uh, you know really crowded. So
1: oh, I love when when I go here. There are certain times of the year, and I don't even know if that's true anymore. But when my when my kids were little there are certain times of the year at magic kingdom when it is really empty at least they were, were and it was the best the best things because you just walk through that park you know and just see everything it's like you have it to yourselves almost
0: oh yeah uh, it, it, that it, there there definitely were times of year where you could uh, achieve that and then usually when school started <laughs> you know right. when school started uh people weren't going it was the end end of summer and that was that was a really great time to go nowadays i don't think so because i mean you know there's so much it's there's no good time anymore yeah it's it's <laughs> it, you know in my uh cursory kind of um getting up to speed for the for this today just reading some information and disney disneyland is the number two um, right. theme park attraction in the world number two in the world so wow. it, it and it doesn't hold as many people certainly as um magic kingdom here or disney world can which is number one so you got number one and number two and you've got this tiny little 160 acre park in you know in anaheim california that that has to accommodate good grief i, I don't know it must be 30 40 thousand people um something like wow. that so you know, so yes, I don't think so anymore. I think it's too, it's, there's, there's too much traffic going there. I think those days are, are kind of over. Um, but I also remember, I mean, I got to do some special things, uh, back in my day at, uh, Disneyland when occasionally the studio or some entity would, would shut the park down for a private party after eight o'clock at (laughs) night. You live the dream. You never, you never know. Yeah. You never know if you're a paying customer who walks in, they tell you at the gate, um, parks closing eight o'clock tonight, you know, there will be no fireworks. Um, if that's okay with you, please come on in. And, you know, they, they give you this, this, this warning, and then they would just start corralling people out, you know, at eight o'clock and transition over into this, you know, p- private party in the park where you, yes, you could go ride everything and do everything. And it, that, you know, that's an extraordinary experience, too.
1: Well, there was also, I mean, you must have been there when they had all these, like, you know, famous celebrities of the day, you know, do things at the park also at night, like filming all these specials.
0: Yeah, I mean, I i actually saw one of the specials once where they didn't close the park. They had it open because they wanted people there, but um, I reached a point where I would tend to avoid those things. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> you know it gets a little old for me uh, but uh, but there were just lots of really yeah amazing experiences I definitely got to have when it when it came to that park.
1: I mean, they just look like so much fun. I mean, I watch all the old videos on YouTube, and and I think I mentioned this to you before too. My my youngest is like Osmond, Donny Osmond obsessed, and when she she still watches all those uh, videos where the Osmonds did things at the parks. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they they like were filming them going around to all the different attractions. Oh, I mean, sure. That must have been fun. It must have been the pain for other people too. See, so, you know, cursing them out, like, you know, why are these people getting to go on instead of me? But
0: oh yeah, <clears throat> a, little, a little bit. You would see that. You you would see yeah, disgruntled people. Um <laughs> not everyone though. Right.
1: No, but, but I think my, my experience is similar to yours in a lot of ways. I mean, I think we first went, I, I lived in New York. I, I said, always say this, you can't tell by the accent, but I'm from New York originally. <laughs> but, uh, oh, really? You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, <laughs> no one can tell. Yeah. But uh, so we went for New York. But whenever we have a lot, of, we had a lot of family in St. Pete, Florida. So we would visit often. And every time we went, it would make it a point to go to the park. And so even though we didn't live there, we we were there quite often. And then later on, we moved to St. Pete, and the same thing. Whenever anyone visited, let's go to the park. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's run to the park. Right. You know, I had a lot of Mexican family that came in and we would always run off to the park. So I was there a lot growing up. Uh, and then even later on now, when I have my own family, you know, you buy those year tickets and I'm, I'm three hours from Disney, like two and a half, three hours from Disney now. But you when you buy those year passage, which they just did away from because of COVID, but if you buy those year passes, you feel compelled to go. You know, you want to get your money's worth Oh, def-
0: yeah, definitely. You're invested,
1: right? So anytime there's like a free weekend, let's go to Disney. Just you know, there's nothing going on. Let's let's travel to Disney because you have those tickets. So this is a huge part of my life. I mean, I love the parks. I, I love everything about it. Just I still feel like a little kid going inside now. You know, all these
0: oh, years later, most definitely. Well, how how old were you when you first when you when you first came?
1: I well it's i mean the first time i was at the park i was probably probably close to the same year around three years old maybe here in ah, uh, the magic okay. kingdom so it's always been and i got you know same thing as you the mickey ears. but even though later on it was more donald because donald's my guy so you're wearing the mickey shirt but yeah, donald's well, my I, I forgot to feature that
0: <laughs> yes this is my uh, my park my park shirt
1: <laughs> well i have the ba- i have the background here the disney magic yeah. King, but but uh th- you know Donald, I, I love Donald Duck. I'm Donald obsessed. I have I, I ha, I'll have to show it one time. I have my house is like littered with Donald things all, oh. all around the house. Yeah, I don't so have, I have any I don't have any
0: Mickey to... stuff around me at all. Right, I know. No,
1: I <laughs> see I yelled at you once to Donald. Yeah. But yeah, he's uh, he's
0: on a he's on a shelf right like... behind my chair. But I also I'm just pointing this out really quick because these actually I started collecting Mickey Mouse before I worked for disney and then once i did i became obsessed with it myself so these are this is all stuff i bought at disneyland back in the 70s do
1: you have a larger collection within the house so that's that's the collection no I it's can? it's
0: i have i i have some more racks over here with some things in it and so i i didn't go crazy i i had well i have a lot of I, I like the i like the plush dolls as well as you those are up up top you can't really see them. let's see here i'll do this let's see, see a little, oh wow a little okay. plush yes. collection up there and then i actually I'm facing a collection of uh, plush Mickeys on the top of my bookshelf that's 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 on the other side of my computer screen that just smile at me when I work so
1: I'm for but, when we post this I'm gonna to have to send you some of my pictures actually I'm looking at a Peter Pan picture uh by an you know one of those Ellen Shaw things <laughs> <And> then, uh, <laughs> I have a Mary Poppins here but we have a I I got so Donald obsessed I think when the Disney stores used to be at like all the malls I think one of them was closing and they were getting rid of the items. I got one of their Disney statues that they were using <laughs> inside the Donald oh, statues. I mean, and I, I bought that from the Disney.
0: That was always one. one, of one but my... I, I did get that. So to, pre, to bring it. Yeah. That was always one of my, I, I, I've not acquired one. And now they're probably way too expensive, but I, I used to just absolutely lust after the, the the um, the mac the mac are the little statues of mickey mouse that they would put in the windows at disneyland of the emporium with their little yes. uh, little dioramas they would do because they were just they they were so well sculpted and crafted and so okay this is gonna sound funny but as a kid i would think he's so realistic looking <laughs> <laughs> which is a really funny thing to say about a cartoon <laughs> character but anyway <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, let's back. so what which which ride i mean you still go off and now you're like right around the corner from
0: magic kingdom now yeah yeah 10 minutes door to door quite literally um i you know what happens also when you live this close and we've been uh my wife and i and her name is tia i'll just out her that way um (laughs) yeah it makes people laugh all the time and and you witch mountain fans will know what i mean yes i yeah anyway but anyway um she, she and I have been so many times that after right. a while you start to go a little bit less because of course when the grandkids come to Count Town we're there every day right. and so um, we end up getting our fill. But primarily, I would say, being very contemporary with this conversation at this point, what we love to do more than anything is go to Epcot, just walk around eat you know um drink that's my favorite as and, well yeah and and just um enjoy all of that um the magic kingdom doesn't hold the same draw even though i love to be there i mean i i get i i still get lost in the fantasy and mm-hmm. you know it's like being in a real life uh, you know a real life movie set um you know, Movie sets were a big deal to me, obviously, not obviously growing up, but I was on a lot of television and movie sets over the course of my career. And earlier in my career, back in the earlier, I say earlier days of the studios, every single studio had what's called a backlot. People are familiar with this term, but um, the backlot was a way for productions to shoot in Los Angeles but on location, so right. there would be there'd be the Western Street, there'd be the residential street, there would be you know something something else that could serve some other purpose, and it's very interesting because they were designed very much like Disneyland in a way. You'd have little corners and bends in the road so that you could you could create the illusion of an entire neighborhood with one short piece of of street. As a matter of fact, back uh, when Hollywood Studios was called MGM Studios. They right. had a little back lot ses- section there that had a street with residential houses that were just facades. They were just faces. You, I don't think you could go into them. Um, I don't just remember
1: going into them, but
0: yeah, you could. I, you could just walk through it, um, and that's what the, the the studio lots were like, and. You'd open a door and there'd be nothing in there. You know, they might store lights in there or something like that. It would just it was just a shell mm. of a building, but they were extremely functional and you know made completely realistically. So <clears throat> I loved. I would go walk around those back lots like on my lunch breaks when I had some time to myself, just to kind of be in that environment and so that's what I like about the parks is it's it's of course built all on you know the 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 films and the animated the animated films and the real life films and things and things like that but these environments are just it's just like for me being on a studio backlot and I love it.
1: I'm glad you mentioned that because you know that's one of the, the things that I wanted to discuss quickly I guess is that the backlot tour was so much fun when it was like the Disney MGM studios, whatever, you know, it was so much fun. And that's one of the things that they got away, they, they did away with. And it was, it was such a fascinating thing to get to see behind the scenes. I mean, I know they had the different homes. They had like the golden girls home or, or whatever it was also. Yeah. And you get to see the different facades of places and they did away with that. But it's like cer- certain rides that Disney does away with and, you know, head scratching why <laughs> it, it was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I, I don't know that I, I know I've seen um, New York Street at at Disney MGM, which is now completely gone because it's Star Wars land, I think, and and, yeah, and and Toy Story land took over. It's so sad. It (laughs) It is sad in a way, but I, yeah, Yeah. I get why they did it. I get why they did it because there was really nothing to do but walk through it. It was, that's it. You just walked through it and, and it was almost like how are we going to use this space till we figure out what space, we know right. to do with this with this space and it was kind of a dead end you know you could get a a, a pretzel or you know some <laughs> cotton candy or something but it really was just walk walk around see it and then go back to the to the main part of the park but i know it's you know the whys are always confusing when we've you know, we've been around as long as you and i have we fall in love with these things you know they become you know we 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 don't want to see them go but i know it still fits in with Walt's philosophy that the park should evolve always evolving yeah it should evolve and evolve and change
1: well you mentioned like you know some of the rides that they've done away with here which i you said i think it's still at california is the mr toads ride i I was devastated when they took that away from here oh (laughs) Oh. such a fun ride I, oh. I don't i just did not get that
0: yeah i you know i don't know maybe i you know they've got winnie the pooh but mr the must the pooh have right been, now, it right must have been a little bit too um i don't know maybe maybe it was just too wild or too scary for the you <laughs> know for the younger kids that are you know they, they need stuff to do too
1: <laughs> but you see when you go in the ride, right, by the way and, and i'm sure every all the disney people know this too you still see the uh the picture of mr toad handing the deed to winnie the pooh in one in the winnie the pooh ride yeah on one of the walls is the mr toad uh yeah sure
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> another one that another one that uh, i loved here that they got away with was which skit was the snow white ride which scared the hell out of me as a kid but oh, that was a great ride. Yeah,
0: it was really terrifying. I mean, much yes, more terrifying than the movie was. Maybe
1: that's why they did away with it. God,
0: yes, I do remember that. Yeah, absolutely. But so you've not been, f- you obviously haven't been here since Star Wars land.
1: No, I, I've not been there. And I, I have family that went. They love the Star Wars. They said it was unbelievable. It's like one of the best things ever. Uh, have, have you been there? I mean, did you see it Oh, yeah, I've,
0: I, I have seen it a few times Um uh yeah we
1: is it that great see,
0: it is it's awesome it is awesome okay it's it's some of the best park design work you're gonna see period because it's just it's very much the art design you know from the films the entire the entire area is themed that way and all the shops are themed that way everyone wow. in that everyone in that area dresses the, the, i mean they created uh you know really outstanding um let's say costumes but you know the, mm-hmm. the 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 workers you know people who work there their the uniforms are all themed along the Star Wars line and um, you know just just coming around the corner and seeing that huge Millennium Falcon sitting wow. there Life size. <laughs> um, it might not be actually life size, but it's monstrous and it's so detailed and it's so. You get to go through the looking.
1: Millennium Falcon, right? You can walk you, through
0: it. You don't walk through it. No, it's you just it. it's okay. just a set piece that. But but the line for um, for one of the uh one of the rides there uh, goes around it, and and so you sp- end up spending a lot of time walking around it, and you can be close to it, even though it's kind of roped off or. You know to keep people from probably pulling things off of it, but um, yeah, it's it's it's, <laughs> I, it's 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 an amazing experience and it's really immersive. You go through a little tunnel and you come out and you're in Star Wars land, like, like just like that.
1: Well, what about the ride itself? I mean, I, I've seen some of the clips on, on YouTube about the ride itself. And I, have it on, I have not been on
0: unbelievable, I've not been on the latest one. Nope, nope, could not do it. It is so uh, it wasn't open okay, year before last. When, the, when our uh, grandchildren were here, uh, we saw Star Wars Land for the first time. So we had a great time, but the newest ride was not open yet. Um, it opened subsequent to us being, uh, them being here. And then when it opened, uh, like I said, the way they restrict these things, my wife's uh, main gate was blocked for an indetermined period of time because there was so much traffic going to that park that we were not allowed to go to to go to um hollywood studios period on her on her pass we could have bought tickets if we wanted to that badly but you know we're patient we can wait we're gonna be here for a while (laughs) so we we weren't able to and then when um her grandchildren came out this was just a, a few weeks ago just last month um you know we're still in you know, the, I'd like to say the tail end of the, of the pandemic, uh, even though they have Disney world has increased their, um, their capacity, I guess up to 35% or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, Everyone who goes to Hollywood studios wants to do that. Right. And I know nothing about it. I've not seen anything. I kept myself, I kept myself in the dark because I just want to experience it when I get to, so I don't know. I don't even know what it is, but The only way that you can get tickets to that is uh, get entrance. Is the first thing in the morning you have to go on your app experience (laughs) and you have to tap in that you want a a time, and they all fill up within 15 seconds of of, uh, the park opening. So we had seven of us, or wait, we had there were four of us all trying at the same time every day to get it, and we we just couldn't do it. So. it's gonna have to Uh, it's gonna be a while before i get a chance to see it
1: i have to see that ride too i mean i i that's one of the things what okay now i'll ask what's your what are your must go tos? what are your must go to rides Um, each time i I have three but i want to hear yours i
0: aerosmith's rock and roller coaster is my favorite i think it's the best roller coaster i've ever been on and i'm not a roller coaster guy um generally speaking uh you know i've been to universal which is mostly a roller coaster park other than their themed areas as i'm i'm sure you're aware of uh most people go there you know for the fast crazy crazy rides but my favorite use uh used to be space mountain and it's so funny i'm stumbling over myself saying space mountain because i always want to say which mountain um so <laughs> yeah. yeah space mountain used to be my favorite i just thought it was genius it's in the dark you, you know you can't see the structure you feel like you're in space but comp- for me compared to rock and roller coaster it's like a rickety old wood frame roller coaster <laughs> and i felt like rock and roller coaster was what space mountain wanted to be realized <laughs> in a different format um and for those of people who are, are listening who have never had a great opportunity to visit these parks rock and roller coaster is in the dark you're slingshotted out of your sitting position by a going from zero to like 65 miles an hour within a second and a half or something like that and then you're launched into this into this dark space and it's quick it goes it's over quick but it's to me it's just absolutely exhilarating i
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna break in there before you go on to the next no, go for it yeah no, i've i've been on rock and Roller Coaster once in my life. I can't do it again.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> my, heart,
1: my heart was pounding. <laughs> when I, when I and I'm not a roller coaster person in general, but my heart was pounding. And I, I hate them even more when they go upside down. And th- that one does. Yeah. And, but I, I, I was like, when I wanted to bend down and kiss the ground when we got off. And I, I told the kids, if they want to go, it's them. You're not going, I'm not going anymore. <laughs> okay, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> that's it. And even Space Mountain to this, like I said, I'm so, and I've been on Space Mountain plenty of times. I don't like going anymore. I'm, I'm past the age of enjoying these things. Yeah. And that's it, I'm done. I, my roller coaster days, I think for the most part are done. And, yeah. well, and Space Mountain is really not anything, but I'm sitting there in the, in the dark and this is embarrassing, but I, I think my eyes are like, I'm counting the seconds till the ride's over. <laughs> you know, just get me, get me. And my kids love it. Just absolutely love it.
0: Yeah, well, I, I you know, it's, it's, yeah, I do too. I do too. And <laughs> the, what I, I just, I, I think coaster design has just advanced so much now. I mean, with, obviously with computers and computer simulations and being able to figure out the, the, the physics of these things these days, um, I'm not a big fan of going upside down either. And I, I went on the uh, way back in the day when, um, you know, it's now Six Flags Magic Mountain out in, it used to be Valencia, California. When that park first opened, I, I don't even remember what it was called. It wasn't even called Six Flags at the time. But anyway, the Revolution roller coaster was the very first one in the world that did a complete loop. And you did go upside down. And (laughs) that thing was scary to me because you, when you go on the whole ride, the whole ride is just to go on the loop. Everything else is just kind of zipping around. But you hit that loop and you go up and it just hesitates before it comes back down and you feel like you're hanging there like you're going to fall out of your car and no. so it's it's it, i had a love hate relationship in it because it really was terrifying but obviously you know no one's been hurt it's nothing's ever happened it's it's a it's it's a really but great I, but i don't want to be the,
1: but... the first one that's oh thing. i know i don't want oh. to be the one in the news
0: yeah <laughs> you, you're as pessimistic as i am i, I always <laughs> think it's it's going to happen at some point <laughs> right, it's right, going to exactly. be me
1: yeah. I can't do I can't do Tower of Terror, which I think is now Guardians of the Galaxy. I can't do that that drop. I've also that's another ride I've only done once in my life. I said no more. And I thought the Tower of Terror, the I thought the whole thing, the Twilight Zone thing was was fantastic. I thought it was brilliant. They did a great job setting the atmosphere, walking through, you know, creepy, but and then the you know the, the elevator shaft to falling. But that was it. I, that because you're lifting up off the seat and you're hanging there, like in the cartoons, you're suspended in air for a second.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> that's oh, it. Oh yeah, I, I
1: can't do that. Yes,
0: they've they've changed it. Thankfully, when did you go? Did, did you go out when they had a, a bar that came down to help hold you in, or did you have the seatbelt?
1: I believe so. No, I think it was a bar. It's been a long time. Yeah. If <laughs> so
0: see, that's the first time I went. The actually the, I think I've been on it twice. I went on it a second time. I'm not good with drops either it, it's not it's not a really fun thing for me but the first time i went on it was when they had the bar that came down to hold you in your seat and a friend of mine from los angeles had, had come to, to go to the parks with me and he and i are about the same size because i'm small i'm only five four and he's about the same height that i am and we were sitting in a in a row and the way you're as you know and in, in, in on that right. ride there's it's three across Four across if you have four small people, but we were sharing our seat with a rather large man, and they pulled that bar down and it stopped on him, but it left a gap <laughs> yeah. like this that, that, that we were both holding on to and looking at each other and thinking, okay. And when we dropped that first time, both of us were out of our seat. Both of we we lifted <laughs> off the seat this much, and I'm grabbing onto it. And he's grabbing onto it. I'm going up and down. He loved it. And I thought I just knew I was going to die. I was going to come flying <laughs> out of this thing, and of course it was going to be you know Witch Mountain Star splattered on Tower of Terror. <laughs> it just really terrified me, so I did not want to go on it again. But then I you know, ended up. They ended up switching that system because it just I think it was scaring people a bit too much. So then now it's everyone's got a lap belt that you have to tighten. Well, down. So you don't change, have that same
1: is it the guardians of the galaxy thing now did they change it or is that no it's else?
0: still it's still that's going to be somewhere else i think they're doing that at epcot they're building is it, it now okay yeah epcot's changed by the time you get a chance to come out you're going to be rather shocked they they tore out the 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 that huge fountain that was um at the front of of the park like you know where the where the When you first walk in, where the the stores are, yeah, they they tore that out. They put, they're building something there. I don't know what it is, and um, and then Guardians of the Galaxy is, I you know I think it's Epcot. You know the Disney, the Disney experts are going to be really mad at me for not knowing this stuff, but I think (laughs) I think it's at I think it's at Epcot. They're they're yeah they're putting some you Marvel attractions. There, but to, it is you know, that to, is going to
1: be in Epcot Land, right? I, I yeah. do know that they're going to be a Marvel thing. I think I think you are right. I, I I don't know why I thought that. I read that they were going to do something change up Tower of Terror to something else. But, no, it's uh,
0: it's still exactly the same. Yeah,
1: really. Okay, and they
0: have a Tower of Terror at uh, California Adventure in in Anaheim.
1: Do you remember in Space? Just want to get back to Space Mountain before we go on to the other rides that we. Do you remember the Space Mountain here? Oh, I don't, I guess it's not in California, you said, right? So it's only here, but they, no, they used Space to be, Mountains,
0: Space Mountain is in, in California.
1: Oh, they do have that. Okay. Yes, they do. There used to be something like for those that did not want to go on the ride over here, there used to be like a, a walkthrough thing on the side of Space Mountain too, where you got to see like all these fascinating, like, you know, behind the scenes looks and, you know, looking at cities of the future, that if you did not want to go on Space Mountain, there was a walk-through like tunnel on the side.
0: Wow. I and don't not, yeah, I don't remember, remember that.
1: that. And I'm trying to call well, I'm, I'm trying to look what it was. I've been researching, you know, online about that, and I can't find it. But I remember vividly walking walking through that side thing for those who didn't want to go on, which was me a lot of the times.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> I'm. i also going to send in some of my pictures too. That you'll we'll, we'll see some of my pictures. We can upload them with the, with the podcast. But uh, I don't. Know. I think my three favorites now. I, well, it depends which park. Magic Kingdom. I must do Haunted Mansion. That's oh, yeah. that's a must every time. Uh, I still I still love that. I still that's absolutely my favorite ride. And I think Pirates and Peter Pan. Peter Pan's like such an old ride, and I still <laughs> love it.
0: <laughs> I I I have to agree with you. I Peter Pan has fascinated me since I was a kid. Flying over that miniature city, I've always been obsessed with right. miniatures, and 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 it, it was just Same. so oh gosh, it was so well done, and just uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: And it's, it's it's like a three minute ride, Peter Pan. It's like oh yeah, million, it's it super like short. A, it's very short, and the lines are always astronomical the lines are always wrapped around and it's like a, an hour wait and i i mean i see it because a lot of people obviously feel like you know i do we do but it's like an hour wait for a three minute ride <laughs> and it's always mind-boggling <laughs> yeah. about that yeah
0: no i i had to go on it every single time i went to disneyland or or the magic kingdom definitely that yeah that's that's a must-do ride for sure yeah
1: and all right so that's so that's that's a magic game what do you want in epcot which rides are the, are the musts in epcot soren soren is fantastic yeah. yeah
0: i mean i i i literally brought tears to my eyes the first time i did it because it it it's so it's so duplicated like like flying dream experiences you right. have had it and and i thought god this is just this is this is awesome
1: well let that's since you mentioned Sorin, that's another one. I liked it so much more before the change. I liked the California, Sorin over California, more than the world one itself.
0: I do too. I do too. <laughs> I don't know why they did that either. And then they put computer it, graphics in there for like the animals and stuff. It's like, oh no, 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 right.
1: no. Right. No, no. I just, another one, why, why are you changing it? And I love it. And I still, and I get so upset about it. I mean, I'll still go, that's another one that I'll watch on YouTube. The, the old one that's <laughs> the only place that I can find it now.
0: Well, I know and, at first it, yeah. it was first um, uh, introduced again at Cal, the, the brand right. new California venture Park uh, in Anaheim and I went there uh, way before I moved out here, or actually before I had come to Disney World. Um, So went in having no idea what it really what it was. And it sounded intriguing, but I had no concept. And they really, you know, they didn't give you the same kind of warnings, you know, they always seem to introduce these new rides. And then find out that people like need a little bit more information because the experience is so disconcerting to them or makes them uncomfortable. And they probably wouldn't have been gotten on it if they had known what it was. Um, sure. And I think that happened with Soren as well. So I had no idea. And I, and I, you, you go in and again, for those who haven't been there, it's a big flight simulator, but it's, mm-hmm. it's massive. this massive rig that, that all these people sit in, And then when the ride, the attraction starts, it lifts you up and pushes you out into a 360 degree viewing screen that plays this film of flying. And at the time, yes, it was over famous places in, in California. And I think that's why it started as that because it was a California attraction. Right. And they, then they transplanted it to, um, you know, to, um, to Epcot and then, it was probably too West Coast specific um for the imagery.
1: Everything about that ride I loved. I, I just even the orange scent, you know, when you're going over the oh, groves oh. there too. Oh, that's just I'll yeah say the and you I don't know if there is a bigger Patrick Warburton fan than me. And with he was the one that introduced you to the ride, you know, he was the uh one telling you to stay in line. I, ah. I love him. <laughs> He's I, I think his delivery is fantastic and all his comedic yeah. things. Oh, yeah. And so I, I love just getting to sit there and watch him on the screen before I even went on to the ride.
0: Oh, yeah. So. I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of his, also. Yeah. So it's, yeah. so let's see.
1: that's one. Um, my other one is at, at Epcot. I, I love, well, I like Spaceship Earth too a lot, but um, Horizons, they did away with it and they got rid of it. And I don't know why they got rid of it. And the building is still there. The building is sitting there empty, and you you look into it, and you see like, chi- like folding chairs, like in the lobby, and uh, it's it's so sad. Wow, that it's gone.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And, I don't know anything about that ride. <laughs>
1: oh, you have to look. You have to watch it on uh, on YouTube. Once. It's it's really it was a, such a fun ride, and my kids my kids were all upset when they got away with the Ellen, you know, the Ellen adventure. Oh the, yeah, that was know, fun. <laughs> I, I remember
0: that. That was fun.
1: And that was fun. And uh, and now, especially now you have, you know, just the Alex Trebek, you know, pass. So that was, you know, that was a huge part of the ride uh, as well, oh, yeah. Alex Trebek's Jeopardy segment. But uh, and but the one I, I have to go on is in the Mexico Pavilion. I love the Mexico ride and that's changed. That's They've changed that like, I think three times now as well. But, you know, I, I'm half Mexican. I've been, I lived in Mexico for a couple of years. And so we still have a lot of Mexican family. So I just I love
0: going through that, you know. Oh, and And I have, that's something I have not done. You've not done that? No, no. You must. (laughs) I will. I promise you. I promise you. I will. The next time we go. Oh,
1: then you have to let me know. They used to be like showing all the Mexican streets, you know, all the Mexican street vendors, and like little clips of life in Mexico. Then they changed, which I loved. It was so much fun. But then they changed it then to a. a Caballeros which now features Donald but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so I love that part as well and now I, I think I read that they're going to change it to um, oh what's the movie that just came out with the Mexican themed one
0: oh, oh. it's killing me it's oh, oh gosh why are we, we're both blanking on this um, yeah the yeah I, Coco I, I, is yes. that Coco I think so, so now I think they're going to yes.
1: change it to uh to that. And uh, which I'll curious to see how it is, but I'm going to be really sad not to see Donald in the, in the ride anymore.
0: No doubt. No doubt.
1: (laughs) Uh, It it is a lot of fun. That's one of the things that you have that I I love to see for me.
0: My favorite, actually favorite ride period is at Disneyland and it's, and it's Indiana Jones themed and it's the same ride that they have here. And I think it's called uh, dinosaur where right. you go on an adventure in this like big four wheel drive ride. kind of vehicle driving around and it's on a track but it's really jerky and quite exciting but i have to say the one at uh the the Indiana Jones version of it at Disneyland is phenomenal and that was always really? the longest line in the park always yeah they nestled it in if you if you compare Disneyland and Magic Kingdom here you've got pirate the pirates of the caribbean area and you know, somewhere between the Jungle Cruise and the Pirates of the Caribbean, they built this ride because it's primarily underground. So they were managed, they they managed to get it inside of Disneyland in a really effective way, because it's an underground attraction, it goes down. And as you're in line for it, it takes you, you can just see the ground rising around you. And then you're going through tunnels, like, you know, like you're on some Indiana Jones, you know, um, archaeology trip. But um, it's, it's just, it's, it's fantastic and even though the dinosaur one's very similar it just doesn't quite have exactly the the same appeal for me so yeah that would be if i had to pick one overall um other than other than peter pan i mean what can i say it's legendary well
1: the, the, you know I, can, I don't think you have to because you know you have certain rides that you like at each park yeah I, mean, I don't i don't compare the ones that you know epcot i i put them separate as the ones i do at magic kingdom like uh, at and like the Hollywood Studios, I mean the the, the Toy Story rides were incredible at at uh, right now at Hollywood Studios.
0: Oh oh, absolutely! I mean the yeah the um uh Toy Toy I can never pronounce it so funny. Toy Story <laughs> Mania, the arcade right. the, the arcade thing is just one of I think the most genius interactive um game ride things that i have ever seen and um my stepson and i are always in competition with each other to see who can you know <laughs> unlock the secrets he's always on his phone double checking to remember how to unlock all the extra points and he always beats oh, me i, I did even he think of that <laughs> I didn't even know you could do that. Well, <laughs> now, that's that's now the thing, you know, if you if you're in there and you see the high scores like high score of the day, people've got 3 400,000 points. And if you don't know what you're doing, you can barely top 100,000. Um and there's certain things you do, certain ways, certain things you shoot in a certain order on each little window that will bring out the real high scoring stuff and you have to learn them and be patient and, and, and make sure you, you focus on that stuff. I've never gotten anywhere near that. I think I've may have gotten over 200,000 once, maybe 225, but that was a, on a really good day when my arm, my arm wasn't tired from <laughs> pulling on the thing and firing all my plates or whatever, but gosh, it's so I... incredible. The technology is just so incredible. You know, the right. 3D technology and how that works, it's just from an animation standpoint, blows well, my mind.
1: Well, I'll go back now. You you're talking about Toy Story and, and shooting things. I, I do like the Buzz Lightyear. I love the Buzz Lightyear in Disney. I think it's a fun ride too. But I love the ones that came before it. Do you remember all the, the If You Had Wings? And uh, the, then it was the Delta one after that. The, the, it was a similar theme. But do you remember If You Had Wings? It no,
0: was- that was that was before my time
1: it was so, it was so much fun. And I guess it was, I think, uh, Eastern airlines sponsored it. And I think once they, then they changed it to Delta when, uh, Eastern went, you know, kaput. Uh, Ah, sure. uh, Yeah. Makes sense. But, um, but uh, it it was such just a thing about flying around the world and again a nothing ride but it's something that I had so many fond memories of that I miss it
0: yeah and that song
1: <laughs> I don't know if you know the song you have you're gonna have to play the song maybe we could incorporate I don't know if we we have to be licensing so maybe not but that song Probably. just got stuck in your head always wow. the, if you had wings so <laughs> again and again
0: wow well that's like you know another fond one for me at Disneyland was um, Monsanto's Adventure through inner space, I think it was called, and it was in Tomorrowland, and it was it was just like a you know a people mover ride. You just got in and you sat back and just watched the scenery go by. But <laughs> it had the coolest little presentation as as you went into it because if and it always had a long line. I mean, it wasn't particularly incredible, but it was just kind of fun to go through. Um, and when you were in line for it you would see the line of people going into the building and as they went in they have this little animation of a miniature like uh, like people everyone has been miniaturized and their seats and they're moving along through through oh, this that's thing so cool. because the idea the idea is you get shrunk down to something and you're in a world in right. miniature <laughs> experiencing the you know the 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 real world around you and it was just really another one of those just very very cool attractions and um it got replaced by Buzz Lightyear.
1: (laughs) I think. Yeah. Well the people mover is a must each time. You mentioned that because because it just gives you time to sit down for a few minutes, relax, and just take it easy and while you're walking through. And another one right there is the carousel of progress. I mean I do love the carousel of progress too, but my eyes close every single time I'm on it. I think it's. I know it by heart, and it's just so hot in Florida that that's always like a good place to get that 15 minutes. You know of AC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I have fallen asleep on it myself. I can't believe you're <laughs> admitting that. That's fantastic. Yeah, you and go in. I love in the and, ride. Yeah, you go in, and it's so darn cold in there. And yeah, boom! By the end, they're shaking <laughs> me to get out of my chair. <laughs> well,
1: uh, I think I think we're gonna like probably call it here um and and the shame of it is that you know we've barely scratched the surface we probably should have just done like one park at a time but there's like you know so many things that we could talk about and like you know we 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 barely scratched the surface we've been going over an hour now but uh i think we'll have to do another uh park a different day and just <laughs>
0: and i have a feeling because we memory. never got to talk about uh, animal kingdom uh, at all right so, yeah. exactly i think i uh, think we'd have to revisit we'll this a hundred percent hundred percent i think that'd be but awesome It was
1: great hearing some, some of your memories some of your stories there and uh and i think i think again also i'd like to hear some more of those stories because i think we're also scratching just the surface of that as well your, <laughs> okay.
0: your yeah could be could be
1: But anyway, uh, again, thank you. Thank you all for listening to uh, Pop Culture Retro. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, please uh, send us your comments, some of your favorite memories, your favorite Disney memories, and uh, we'd love to uh, see them. Thank you again for listening and make sure you follow Pop Culture Retro on our social media pages and also check out our individual accounts. On behalf of Ike Eisenman, this is Jonathan Rosen, and thank you for listening.
0: Thank you for listening to Pop Culture Retro, where no one was hurt during the making of this podcast.